0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, the markets have lifted on the Nova Karkovka dam explosion. The Ukraine accuses Russia of shelling the ammonia pipeline in Kharkiv, and there's more corridor talks in Geneva scheduled. The market lifted at the beginning of the week following the nova dam explosion and the shelling of the ammonia pipeline, seen as crucial to the extension of the grain corridor. Both sides blamed each other, but the incidents would seem to cast a shadow over fresh talks in Geneva scheduled for Friday. Russia insists that any further extension would be unlikely unless their demands are met, but the market has heard all this before, only for a further extension to be agreed. No doubt the freshly re-elected Turkish president will be keen to keep the corridor open, having seen the Turkish lira plummet 20%, which would make Turkish imports more expensive. Erdogan did, however, raise the tariff on freight through the Bosphorus and Dardanelles by 8.8% to partially compensate. What a trooper. The EU agreed to extend the ban on Ukrainian imports to the 15th of September to prevent the dumping of Ukrainian grain in the five bordering member EU states during the harvest period. This has been condemned by Ukraine as inappropriate, although transit through these states is still allowed. Egypt launched an import tender for July and received volume Russian offers at $240 FOB, which would appear to be the new floor price deigned by the Kremlin. Unfortunately, one company did not get the memo and offered at $11 less, which was initially said to have traded but has subsequently been cancelled, according to some reports, and if correct, Egypt bought nothing. The world wheat market is no longer a free market and has become a circus, dictated to by the whims of Putin. There were no other close offers from other competing origins which weighed on market sentiment on the basis they would eventually have to drop their prices to compete. Price strength at the start of the week gave way to a fresh wave of fund and spec selling with the main theme being the lack of demand, particularly in the livestock sector as consumers continued to buy hand-to-mouth. Weather issues, which may lower production in the US, China, Canada, Australia, Argentina, North Africa, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, the Far East, Spain and Northern Europe are being discounted for now, at least, with bears pointing to large stocks in the EU and Russia, assuming they exist in the case of the latter, which does not produce any reliable data, mirroring their close ally China, who, come rain, hail or shine, always produce record crops. Maybe Putin was given a copy of China's playbook during President Xi's recent visit, Other negatives are the promise of rain in the forecast for the US maize areas, some of which are extremely moisture deficient and need to verify, and the upcoming Brazilian maize harvest. The market now awaits the latest USDA report due out tomorrow, which is unlikely to make any major revisions at this early stage. On to malting barley and the headlines this week. Stocks are at their lowest for 10 years. Late planting in Denmark's causing concern and the new crop market increased by £10 per tonne. At the end of the 2023-24 season, June 24, world barley stocks are forecast to be at their lowest for 10 years. Barley crop conditions look good in most areas, apart from Spain. Despite falling prices, the global supply and demand situation for barley is getting tighter. UK crops have benefited from good sun this week, but without high temperatures. So both the spring and winter barley crops are progressing well. The only area of concern in Europe is Denmark, where the spring barley crop was planted a bit later than usual. Without the benefit of the rain that the UK has had, and with none forecast in the next two weeks, they're getting concerned about the impact on yield because of dry weather. This has caused the new crop malting barley market to increase by £10 per tonne, but UK maltsters and brewers have not increased their buying interest. This is mainly because of very slow malt offtake by the brewers and an abundance of good quality old crop barley for which there is no demand. Openfield continues to export malting barley from its southern and western ports in an effort to overcome the lack of domestic and near-Europe demand. It recently shipped what is believed to be the first ever UK malting barley cargo to Turkey from Sharpness. On to oilseed rape and this week's headlines. The recovery is back to the levels seen in May. There's a surprise cut to oil production from OPEC and the rape market will remain choppy. Volatility remains the name of the game on rapeseed markets. This week we've had a recovery back to the levels seen in early May, with Matisse Futures markets trading back to €430 at their peak. Market bulls will potentially see this as a near-term higher high, previously at €415, from which the market could gain traction. However, if we look further back from a technical analysis point of view, we failed to break above the recent upper bound of the downtrend, circa €430, established since mid-March, so we remain in a technical bear trend. Elsewhere, the news of escalation in the Ukraine war with the bombing of the Kakova Dam supported global commodity markets temporarily, but subsequently we've struggled to hold on to those gains. Similarly, the news of a surprise cut to oil production from OPEC also gave the oils complex some support in the short term, though follows through buying remained elusive due to longer-term demand and economic fears. Ultimately, the rate market will remain choppy, particularly as we approach harvest, where typically unpredictable weather markets may develop and add to the complexity of the market. Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for July at £170, November 180, feed barley for July at 150, November 160, and oilseed rape for July 352, November 362. Thanks for listening.